name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, I ask you right now, God, that you would move by your power, that you move by your anointing. Sweet Holy Spirit, come into this place. Oh, God, I ask you right now, God, that you would have me behind the cross, that you would give me access and ability to minister to third heaven, that I may rightly divide the word of truth. Oh, God, I ask you right now, God, that you would come in and do what needs to be done in my life. Oh, God, I ask you right now, God, that you would till up the fall of grounds of the hearts and the minds of the people, God, that you make teaching easy and receptible for your people. Oh, God, I ask you all of these things now in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If I was going to put a thought today, it would be, Lord, I am blind. Open up my eyes. And I'm going to be talking in the book of Matthew. I make reference to a few of the other scriptures, but my main topic is coming from Matthew 10, 46 through 52, talking about blind Bartimaeus, then also talking about Mark 9, 20 through 25, about when God um, dealt with someone that was deaf and dumb. And I'll be in Exodus 4 and 11, Matthew 12, 22, Psalms 38, 13, Isaiah 42 and 18. Glory to God. One of the things about God that I love is that he is an awesome God. And there's nobody besides him. He's like no other. And when I think about the world and the things that's going on, and I want to stress two things today, if I can, if the Holy Ghost will allow me, is the fact that sometimes we are not only naturally blind, but we are also spiritually blind. And a lot of times we're blinded to one thing of what God is doing, and we're blinded to our own ambitions and pride and all of these things. And we're also talking about blind spots, about the, everybody has a blind spot in their life, but yet we think that we see everything, but yet we only see a small portion of the big picture. And we need to understand these things and everything that's going on. So Lord, help me that I may not be blind as I used to be. Help me to, to see myself even more clear, helping me to see you more and more each and every day of my life as I continue to read the word, as I continue to fast and pray and meditate on the word of God. Lord, I am blind. Open up my eyes. We're going to be talking about the deaf and dumb person. A person that's deaf cannot hear. A person that's mute cannot talk. And I look at a lot of times when we're dealing with our children, as long, a lot of times when we're dealing with ourselves, or even in relationships, a lot of times you're talking and they are deaf and dumb. They don't understand it, but yet you're trying to make them see something that God has not revealed. And if God opens, except God opens up your eyes, you will not have a true revelation of where you are and where you are in the gospel and where you are in a different place in your life. It takes God to open up your blindness. It takes God to open up and heal you of your deaf and dumb spirit. The Bible says we're forever learning but never coming into the truth and knowledge and the revelation of Jesus Christ. I want to talk about five gateways. The five gateways. It says these gates are also known as eye gates, ear gates, Mouth gate, touch gate, and nose gate. How does sickness, evil thoughts, or temptation, or the wrong spirit enter into a person? It's through the five gateways. When you're dealing with demonic activity, well, a lot of times a lot of us may not have a demon, but yet we're being oppressed. Then some of us here have a demon, and guess what? 
You don't want to know how it came in. That's why I was telling you got to be careful of what you take it in on the TV, the radio, the filthy music, and all of these things. You got to understand something. Our ear gates are very important, just like our eye gates. You want to understand about touch. You got to be careful what you touch and put your hands to do. The Bible talks about putting your hands to do even wicked and mischievous things. You need to understand about the nose gates. That's why when you talk about drug addiction and all of these things and we're in the wrong atmosphere, we're picking up the wrong scent and we're thinking that it's of God and it's not. And then there's the ear gates of what you're hearing and receiving. That's why I tell you something when you're dealing with communication and people. you got to understand there's a sender and a receiver. And a lot of times when I'm dealing with people, I ask you, what are you hearing? Because there's a hearing and then there's another hearing. And that's why God always stressed about hearing. Let's go to Mark 10. And I looked up the name Bartimaeus. And his name means son of the unclean. And I thought that was very interesting. Son of the unclean. Then they came, Mark 10, 46. Then they came to Jericho and said, and he went out of Jericho with his disciples and a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus, son of the unclean. It says the son of Timaeus sat by the road begging. It says, and when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. <laughs> you got to understand your true predicament in life uh, until you understand where you are and really what is going on in your body and in your life. It causes you to be in a place that you're going to always be on the street or always be in some alley blinded to what? What are your situations and your predicament in life? Until Jesus comes by and stops by your doorstep and unlet and reveal to you that you have need of him, that's when you start realizing, acknowledging who he is. Blind Bartimaeus, it says the son of the unclean. Blind Bartimaeus realized that what his name really meant when Jesus steps on the scene, you have a revelation of who you are, which is your name, your identity. You understand everything that's going on in your life. Blind Bartimaeus had some issues. He had some things in his life that needed to be washed. He had some things in his life that needed to be cleaned up until he met Jesus. Coming down the road of Jericho, he didn't realize that how much he had need of Jesus Christ. Just imagine his life was hard. His life was in a place that he could not see. He was blind. 
blinded. Uh, he was in a place uh, of a place that of obscurity. He was in a place that he didn't understand uh, who he really was. Uh, he didn't understand uh, what was really going on in his life because he was blinded. Uh, some of us are sitting here uh, and we don't understand that we're blinded. Uh, we're naked. Uh, we're barren until God comes in. Uh, you need to understand something. Uh, the woman in the Bible, unless she had a male child, uh, her life didn't mean anything. Uh, she can have the world uh, and still looking for what she don't have. Uh, we need to understand something. Uh, when we're in Jesus Christ, uh, he opens up our understanding uh, and we begin to appreciate what God is and what he is doing through our lives. Son of the unclean. How many of you been in a place huh, that you were unclean? That God needed to deliver you. He needed to set you free from some things. In blind Bartimaeus situations, he was blinded. He needed God to touch his eyes that he may see. You need to understand something. We all need some type of touch from the master's hand. A physical touch would not do. But by and by, as you walk through this life, this spiritual journey, which is called life, you need a touch from the master's hand every now and then. But we need to understand this. We need to come to this conclusion that man can only take you so far. But Jesus Christ, he's the Alpha and he's the Omega. He's my bridge over troubled waters. He's my lily in the valley. He's the one that suffered blood and died on the cross for my sins. He's the light of the world. He's the one that shined in dark places. Lord, I am blind. Open up my eyes uh, that I may see uh, the King of Kings uh, and the Lord of Lords, uh, the Lamb of God that was saved from the foundation of the world. Uh, Lord, help me. Uh, I'm blinded to my own ambition. Uh, I'm blinded to my own will. Uh, I'm blinded to my own thoughts. Uh, God, even though I look at the five gateways, uh, they done got me in trouble over and over again. Uh, oh, but God, deliver me uh, that I may be set free, uh, that I will not be deaf and dumb anymore. Uh, even though I'm speaking, uh, but yet nothing is coming out of my mouth huh? even though my ears huh, are in a place God that I can't hear huh? God until you open up my eyes huh, and heal me huh? until you open up my mouth huh, that you can set me free huh, by the power of the living God Lord I am blind open up my eyes Mark 10 and 46 and 49. So the says, so Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise. He is calling you. He didn't understand. Just imagine he was down there, blind Bartimaeus, the son of the unclean, scrubbing around on the ground. Because when you're blinded, all you can do is be on your knees, running around, crawling around going from most to most and all these things that's going on you're going into a place that you don't understand you're walking around you're going here and there and you don't understand that you're not even walking you're just crawling going from here to here and you need to understand something when the son of God called a blind Bartimaeus until his faith articulated that he was in the presence of God he was still crawling and then when God says arise 
He is calling you. I change. A metamorphosis started happening on the inside. There's something that came in. The Holy Spirit started coming up. He knew that a change was coming. He didn't know how it was going to come. That's why you got to have faith as a mustard seed. That faith started coming alive when Jesus told him, arrive. When God is trying to reposition you, the first thing he's going to do is call your name and tell you to arise. Arise means I'm going to change your life and your repositioning of things and your perspective. Verse 50. And throwing aside his garment, he arose and came to Jesus. And Jesus said to him, what do you want me to do for you? He's standing in the presence of God. But God already knew his situation. But sometimes God is waiting on us to answer. He's waiting on us to see what is down in our heart. I pray that you ask for the right thing. The thing that's most needed in your life. I can ask God for a whole bunch of stuff. But I pray that I answer the right thing. What is due diligence at this season in my life? A lot of times we ask things of a mess. We ask things before our season. And then you want to know why things don't fall out. Why things don't stand still. You want to know why these things that keep happening to us. I ask you this day. Are you asking for the right thing? Lord, I am blind. Open up my eyes. Then the blind man said to him, Rabbi, that I may receive my sight. Without receiving your sight, you'll go around life always blind, naked, and embarrassed. And you don't even understand how the devil done snatch your clothes off. How he done pulled your sins down and caused you to be an open shame and embarrassment. But until your eyes come open, the devil will have you doing all kind of stuff. He'll mesmerize your mind. And you don't understand that you have already been exposed. You better ask God for the right thing. Have you ever seen a man, a woman on the street? They always need something to guide them. That's why they call God dogs. And you got to understand something. Some of you got the wrong things guiding you in life because you're blind and naked. The devil sent anything that you want to you and still have you in the blind. And all the time you think you're being blessed, but you're still naked and ashamed and embarrassment. Verse 52, then Jesus said to him, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And that's the thing about faith. You may have it for the moment, but by and by, it's going to be tested down the road. After every miracle comes a test. After every breakthrough comes a trial and a tribulation. The Bible says many are the affliction of the righteous, but God delivered them out of them all. 
He told them, your faith, your faith. I can't depend on nobody's faith. Huh? I can't depend on Joanne's faith. Huh? I can't depend on Zach's and Felicia's faith. I got to stand on my most holy faith. That's what's going to keep me. And then he dismissed them. Go your way. May you be will. And it says, and immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. You need to understand something. After he received his sight, he, he continued to walk there in the faith. Some of us don't understand that once you get born again, once you get saved, you've got to continue to walk in faith and follow after Jesus Christ. Let's go right now to Mark 9. And I'm going to be in verses 20 through 25. And what I really want to be focusing on is the things that I've been saying about a deaf person not being able to hear and a mute person cannot talk. Mark 9, verse 20. Then they brought him to him to him. And when he saw him immediately, the spirit convulsed him and he fell on the ground and wallowed, forming at the mouth. I want to tell you something. God gave me a revelation about this. So he asked his father, how long has this been happening to him and his and he said from childhood and God gave me this he said some of this stuff has been going on since birth <laughs> I want to talk to you about this this blindness <laughs> I want to talk to you about when a person is deaf and dumb <laughs> and you want to know why you running around trying to scream and holler <laughs> at a person that's deaf and dumb <laughs> it ain't gonna get nowhere unless Jesus cast the demon out <laughs> it ain't gonna be you're gonna be chasing uh, after a smoke stream the rest of your life <laughs> some of this stuff has been since childhood <laughs> they've been carrying on having they don't call it the demons throwing them on the ground and convulsion <laughs> they've been having all of these um, attacks they want to call <laughs> How the children act out. Huh? They having a fit and a rage. Huh? And you want to know all this stuff why it's been going on. Huh? You've been chasing after something that's deaf and dumb and ain't trying to hear you. Huh? And God said it's been there since birth. Huh? You let them have their way. Huh? And they don't respect you. Huh? And then you try to tell them the right thing. Huh? And it's not being received. Huh? And they going the wrong way every time you look up. Huh? They just like a, a sheep that's going astray. Huh? And God has to take the shepherd's hook and bring them back in. Huh? You've been dealing with something. Now God says you got the man up. You got the woman up. And you got to take your place in authority. You got to understand something. Some things only come by fasting and praying. Sometimes you need to understand something. Jesus didn't wrestle with no demon. He didn't toil with them. He spoke one time and they had to obey. He said greater work shall you do in your name. Let's talk about childbirth. 
You done got caught up in textbook uh, theology. Uh, you want to talk about all of these things, what the psychiatrist is telling you. Uh, but God says uh, you need to lay the axe to the root. Uh, and you need to know that deliverance is on its way. Uh, God said if you hold fast uh, and do all that I called you to do. Uh, he said deliverance, uh, which is child's bread, belongs to you. And often he has thrown him, him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. You want to know why they always getting in hot trouble. You want to know why they always spinning out of control. You want to know why they got mental problems. You want to know why they got a terrible spirit of disobedience. They don't listen. They stiff neck. They rebellious. You want to know why all of these are happening. God said it's been there since birth. He said you got to break every generational curse. But he said before it's even manifested, you got to make sure that you free. Huh? You got to make sure that you uh, get your hands to the plow huh? and that you're not looking back. Huh? You got to understand like blind Bartimaeus huh? that you are on the ground at one time too until you receive your sight from Jesus Christ. Huh? Until you acknowledge who he is. Huh? You just chasing somebody that's deaf and dumb. Huh? It takes God to come in. Huh? You need to understand our weapons of warfare are not carnal but they might have through the pulling down the strongholds. You need to understand something. Huh? You're running around chasing something that's deaf and dumb. Huh? They can't hear you and they can't talk. And you want to know why you're trying to tell them Jesus Christ? And their mind is saying, what is that? I can't articulate that because they're deaf and dumb. And you want to know somebody about mute. All they do is and you want to know why they back talking you to death. Let's talk about deaf and dumb. Lord, I am blind. Open my eyes. I talked to the parents today. You need to understand something. You need to ask God to open up your eyes uh, that you see deeper into the spiritual realm. When Ezekiel, uh, God, Ezekiel didn't know what the priest was doing uh, until God took him uh, in the spirit and showed him uh, behind the wall. Uh, you need to ask God to take you behind the veil uh, that you can see what's really going on. Uh, see what you're really fighting. Uh, see what you're really up against. Uh, you got to understand something. God don't look at the other man. He deserves the heart. We have a tendency to think because they on the outside looking right. But God said on the inside they have nothing but a dead man's bones. Lord, I am blind. Open up my eyes that I may see what the spirit of truth is saying in this hour. Mark 9. And often he had thrown himself into the fire and into the water to destroy himself. And you want to know, you sitting there telling them they headed down the road of destruction. And that fire and that water is going to overtake them. It's going to burn them up. But you got to understand something. God has a way that's mighty sweet. God may come in at the last minute, but God has made a promise to you. You better hold on to the promise of God. Don't hold on to your imagination. Don't hold on to what it looks like. You need to understand something. You better understand something. The Bible says turn the one over to Satan for the destruction of his flesh. That fire and that water may be what they need because unless they've been fire baptized and washed in the blood of Jesus Christ 
You're just dealing with somebody that's deaf and dumb. Let's go on down. And you're praying. You're saying, God, have compassion on them. God, have mercy on them. God, they know not what they do. And sometimes you feel like you like Jesus Christ. But you still got to believe by faith that Jesus got everything under control. Verse 23, Mark 9 and 23. Jesus said to him, if you can believe, all things are possible. But I want to let you know, I want to point out something. Before God even dealt with the child that was deaf and dumb, who did he deal with first? The father, the parent. The faith was not on the one that was demon possessed. The faith was in the person that had the right mind and recognized Jesus Christ. You looking in the wrong place. You looking at faith in the deaf and dumb. But God said, I'm looking at faith in the righteous. That's abiding by my word. You think it because you put the word in them, huh? that'll make them have faith. Except a man be born again. How can he see the things of heaven? How can he discern the things of God? And Jesus said this, if you can believe. He said, I see you crying over your son. That's in the world. And life is whooping them down. I see your heart bleeding. I see your pain. I see your travailing. I see your fasting. I see you doing all that you can. And it seemed like it's falling on deaf ears. He said, I see. Psalms tells you that not one tear goes to waste. God catches in a bottle. <laughs> God sees your pain. God sees why you turn things around that I ask you to do. But if you can't believe, all things are possible to him who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said with tears, his heart was broken. Just imagine he's standing there before Jesus Christ. He sees the man's beginning and the ending. He sees everything that went on. You don't think your pain gets unnoticed in heaven. You don't think God sees your midnight cries. You don't think God sees your toiling with him.
remembers. In an instant, God saw his life and what that child took him through. And here comes Jesus Christ having pity on my soul. Knowing that I was a wretch. He saw everything in an instant and had compassion. I want you to see the heart of Jesus Christ. He looked past all of my faults and saw my needs. That's why he's the good shepherd that laid down his life for his sheep. That's why he's my everything. He's food when I'm hungry and water when I'm thirsty. When man can't fill those places in my life. And natural food don't satisfy me no more. Have you ever been in a storm, huh? Toiling with something day in and day out. And the deaf and dumb spirit seem like it's not obeying. But if you hold fast, the power of God is going to come in. And it's got to obey. Jesus will answer. And I want to encourage every parent here today. Jesus will answer in his timing. Don't give up. Don't give up. Hold fast. Your change is coming. Lord, I believe. Help my unbelief. He admitted sometime he failed. But he poured out his heart in front of Jesus. When you stand before Jesus, everything is going to come out. Because you see that you have need of him. Blind Bartimaeus was just sitting there. Just imagine a blind man needed somebody to help him do everything in life. Go to the bathroom, eat, put on his clothes, bathe him. Running, scrambling around on the ground. In the moss, the dirt, all of that stuff. Sometimes it wasn't nobody to help them. Folk get sick and tired sometimes. But he met Jesus. Changed the situation. Verse 25. When Jesus saw that the People came running together. He rebuked the unclean spirit, saying to him, You deaf and dumb spirit, I command you, come out of him and enter him no more. His change, his deliverance came at an instant. And the dad 
daddy been struggling for years in the natural. Sometimes in life, this flesh get tired. And God understands when you're really tired. But when the power of God comes in, he still works miracles. He still heals, set free. That demon had been oppressing this child. Caused the child to be mute and deaf. But Jesus delivered him, set him free. And I pray that something's been said and done. In Jesus' name, amen.